Welcome everyone. Pull up a chair. It is lunchtime in Rome. Welcome back to another episode of Lunchtime in Rome. I am here with Brian and Jay. Hi. <laughs> I did it right this time. You did. Hi. <laughs> that was my welcome. It's a great Hi. pod. Great pod. Um, welcome, Starting guys. On the right foot. Welcome, uh, any Facebook Live people um, hopping on the, uh, the live stream. Um, and if this is your first time listening... Um, we've been recording on Thursday night. That might change. Um, well, there's people that were, I mean, they were locked and loaded at 745 and they're like, where are they? Where are they? Where are they? <laughs> um, but Here yeah, we, are. we will get on a better consistent schedule. So, you know, when you guys can watch us, but for now you can visit us, um, at lunchtime follow us on Twitter and like our Facebook page and see all the fun stuff we post there. Um, and also you can email us from our website and you can also email us at lunchtimeinroom at gmail.com. And I think that takes care of that. Let's get into the show today. Yeah, guys. just as a reminder, we're based on if you were having lunch in Rome. And so we're just going to talk. We're going to hang out, catch up with each other. And then we're going to talk a little bit about emotional needs and, and, and understanding people. And then we'll finish by encouraging people to do just a little bit better in life. So if you're one of those people that likes one segment more than the other, we average about 20 minutes on the first part where we're just catching up, talking about food and life. 20 minutes where we're going to be talking about what we're going to be talking about. The lesson, if you're so inclined. And then the last 10 minutes is just uh, do better and can't do better. Yeah, and I do want to give a shout out to Mr. Paul Peachy. Paul um, Peachy, did, uh, Paul we did talk about him last week. We were sharing some stories about things that have been meaningful in our lives, and I shared about Mr. Paul Peachy. Uh, and I, I love great... you say, Mr. Paul Peachy, Mr. Paul Peachy, <laughs> Mr. Paul Peachy, Mr. Peachy, <laughs> Paul. <laughs> He's my godfather. Peachy, the Paul, Mister. Uh, but uh, we had the a good godfather. conversation yesterday. He he uh, just he hadn't been he had, didn't even know about the podcast, so I shared it what? with him after. I shared it with him I feel after. Like it's a fail on Brian's part. Well, I did better <laughs> because I did eventually share it with him, and uh, he was just blown away, just completely overwhelmed by uh, the story, and and actually talked about um, he hadn't considered uh, that story. He hadn't considered it from my point of view. So it was interesting for him to hear something meaningful that he did for me from my point of view. And um, did he share like when the last time he thought about that? Did he share when the last time he thought about that? It had been yeah. it had been a long time. I yeah. mean, he hadn't thought about it in forever. So, yeah. but um, it was just a great conversation. It really good feedback. He loved the um, the the idea of the show. It, he, he said it was brilliant, which I, obviously I agree with him. And um, <laughs> he's a smart man. He is a smart man, and he also shared it with his adult kids, and they talked about it. And so that was cool for me to know that um, what we're doing is is having ripple effects. You know, it's nice to hear those stories that he was able to share with his kids. And now they're, you know, they're going to be listening to it and who knows, maybe sharing it. So that's awesome. Uh, just, just a great tie in from last week. I, I just had a really good conversation. I was walking around my block the entire time talking to him and yeah, uh, it's just, it was good. It was good to hear. So thanks Mr. Good. Peachy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so a couple of things going on this week. Um, we went to the melting pot. Oh, um, yeah, that place is awesome. It is. You awesome. won the lotto. 
<laughs> no, it was buy one get. It was basically buy one get one. Oh, that's a good deal. Yeah, right. We went with uh, the Davidsons, mm-hmm. and we had a great time. Um, oh, okay. We just oh you no you don't get to do that. I get to do that. <laughs> oh wait wait, we're, we're gonna do this live. We're gonna do this live right now. Here you go, Jay. Here's your money. Nice. Right there. Ooh, look at that. Boom. Nice. Boom. Look at that. <laughs> now you got a bankroll to roll with. He's counting it. You can't count your money at the table. At the table. What are you, Kenny what are you Rogers? <laughs> at the table. Um, but we uh one we we kind of don't like the the flow of the meal. Mm. It feels kind of out of order because they bring the cheese out first, and the cheese is like that. Like that's the I don't, that's the show to me. I just. The cheese is the is the big deal. Well, explain the melting pot. That's a good point. So it's fondue. They do uh, cheese fondue, and then you can also... Um, they still have the hot oil one? Yeah, they do the hot oil with the different kinds of meats, like tuna and beef. The Koreans and, get mad at that? That's kind of a Korean thing. I don't know. Hey, to our Korean friends, call out, <laughs> shout out, let us know. Who we're gonna Should the melting pot do better? <laughs> um, <laughs> and then there's chocolate fondue for dessert. Mm-hmm. But they do the cheese, then they do a salad, and then they do the meat. We would rather do you do the salad in in the hot oil too. <laughs> you, I mean, Actually, you do you it. You do to. it in the in the chocolate. It's very <laughs> it's avant-garde. Very strange. Interesting. It's above us. We would rather go salad, oil, cheese, and save like the best for last. You don't do chocolate. We do chocolate at the end. That'll be like oh, that'll be last, last. Yeah, last, last. Yeah, <laughs> if you do it right. Because not everybody does it. But I guess salad see, cheese, I guess salad me, cheese, I don't meat, really chocolate. Care where the cheese is, as long as I eat cheese, I'm happy. But see, I want it at the end. It's the best at the end. Like it's because it's my favorite. I always mm. save the best for the last. Gotcha. Right. Um, but it was fantastic. The service is always great there, and we had sure. a great time with the Davidsons. Really, really fun. Um, and glad we got to go out with them. Um, and oh, I oh to, boy, I don't mean to brag, but I'm gonna brag. Wow. I was uh, invited to be on yet another podcast. Wow. I believe this is number two since we've uh, started this show. Thank you very much. Um, I was asked for to be you. on. <laughs> I'm rejoicing with I you. I am rejoicing with you. <laughs> Although I can't find the quite level of awkwardness you're being to really join him in his emotion. Um, but this was this was actually quite a good honor. Um, no agenda. Our friend, <laughs> um, our friend Dave Shire. Dave. Um, Asked me to be on a podcast called Ask Me About My Type 1. And the, the way the structure of the show is, it's this guy that's trying to bring more awareness to type 1 diabetes. Okay. And our friend Dave is a type 1 uh, diabetic. Yeah. And right. it's, I was actually really enlightened and I learned a lot. I didn't realize like how like ignorant I was right. to type 1 diabetes. I'm laughing because I yeah. thought like he was like, oh, Eric, you're a little bit overweight. You must be type one. You know, that's what I was like. Were you at insulted? Least, at least you're on the path towards that. Right. Like we, we do. Well, that would be on path towards type two, I believe, much as my, I know. But you know, you're like, why you want me to be on an episode about diabetes? Um, Jenna, tell me something. Sure. Your future looks very bleak. No. Um, so the, the structure of the show is there's a there's host. An intervention. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a host of the show and then um dave is the type one and i'm what they call the type none ah. um, um and i get to ask all kinds of questions that would be like just kind of awkward to ask a type one diabetic like if you're just you get tired sticking yourself with a needle yeah hey, hey what's that thing sticking off of you right you know that kind of stuff you got a beeper um, on your stomach and then dave got to share like a lot of stuff that he gets like annoyed with or annoyed with it, with people ask him or 
what he wished people would ask him, hmm. which was really interesting. And um, yeah, it was it was fascinating. I encourage you guys to listen to it. Um, I guess it, again, it's asked me about my type one, and uh, yeah, it was really really good. And um, the week prior. Not this past week, but the week prior. My brother and sister-in-law were in town, and we had the best time. And also, shout out to my sister-in-law, Karen. Happy birthday. Hi, Karen. Um, and Happy birthday. It was so much fun just to have them up and hang out with Mags. Like, they literally came up to see Mags, and it was it was great. So much fun. You actually left for two days. They didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hung out with them, and I, did, I took two days off work um, to hang out, and then I had to work the other days. But, meh. Meh. But it was good. Good. Yeah. Uh, from a food perspective, I um, for Tuesday night, I had to make, uh, not had to make, but I make my chicken. But of course, Aldi didn't have boneless, skinless mm. chicken thighs. So I went ahead and I bought the plenty pack of bone in, you know, with skin on. And I took the skin off and saved, which I would love to report to you that I made chicken skins like cracklins. Oh, yeah. But I haven't done it yet. But I deboned it and I'm like, all right, there's still meat on these bones. So you know what? I'm making chicken stock and I'm just going to do it the old school way. And I did it. And I made the chicken stock. And I'm like, now I got to make chicken soup. And so I wanted to make a hot, spicy, um, like an Asian soup. And I've tried to make it before and failed miserably. Mm-hmm. And uh, this time it was good. It's not a long story. <laughs> Except I bought shiitake mushrooms at Giant Eagle. And, you know, they're not super fresh, whatever. And it's kind of a tougher, almost spongy mushroom. But I figured it'll relax a little in the soup, you know, as it simmers throughout the day. Yeah. It didn't. <laughs> Did it just get real tiny? There's parts. No. <laughs> no. They just got, like, more like rubber. <laughs> so then I was actually using scissors and snipping them into smaller pieces so I could just <laughs> suck them down my gullet. <laughs> so uh, I made good soup. But I, I do have a uh, another interesting story, which is Rachel turned the van on. Eh. Two weeks ago, every light comes on. Yeah, right. Every light. Yeah. So I we get our uh, vehicles from Jim Robinson Toyota in Wheeling, West Virginia, where Vinny Costain, which we gave a shout out to Diz, his wife, a few weeks ago. So I called him up. And that's right around the corner, right? Oh, it's just just mm, fifty three miles away in Wheeling, West Virginia. Different state. Different state, and you have to go through Pittsburgh, right? Which yeah. that you're talking tunnels, rivers. It's, it's, not, a, it's a good hour. Yeah, they're they're in that upper... Uh, what time of day? Right before you go down into Wheeling. Yeah. In that okay. gigantic where Cabela's is and all that yeah. kind of fun stuff. So it's not Wheeling proper. Mm-hmm. It's in the suburb of Wheeling. But I call Vinny up. He's like, no problem. Sends a driver to Rachel's work in Edgewood where wow. we swap out the vehicle. Wow. He then drives the vehicle back to Wheeling, calls me that afternoon. Says, it's your number four cylinders misfiring. Which is, I thought it was the third cylinder, you know, besides being tech <laughs> yeah. and kind of a like kind of a car guy. Right. You're, and I'm gonna, if I'm hearing that, mm-hmm. I'm thinking that's a lot of money. And I told Joe, when a car has 105,000 miles like our van does, when you get these situations, you know, I'm teaching my boy. Yeah. You, know, you got to teach and you say, OK, you got to pick that number that you're not going to go above and you're just going to trade it in at this point. Right. You know, and, and so he's telling me number four cylinder. My 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 throw it away point was probably two grand, mm-hmm. you know, because Toyota's will last a long time. Yeah. And I'm like seven, seven hundred eighty. He's like, all right, with parts, he said, labor and diagnostics. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, eight, eight fifty. Oh, gosh, no. He goes, no, two hundred ninety dollars. Yeah. And I'm like, no, take back. No, you said it. And then delivered Sorry, it the very next morning. 
And oh, they bring it back. And this time I didn't even have to meet him there because they became good friends with the guys at the guard shack where Rachel works. Yeah, yeah. So now I didn't even have to be the go-between. All good. Jim Robinson, Toyota, absolutely wonderful. The response, wow. right? They are now. <laughs> <laughs> Up until the lights came on in the van. Oh, no. Yesterday. Oh, no. That's the three-cylinder now. It was the four. Now it's really the three. Uh, I called Vinny last night, six o'clock. He answers the phone. He answers the phone. I'm in church. What? I said, and it was, and I, I did one of those things. I whispered back, like, it's not like, I guess I guess if I talked really loud, it might've been audible in the church. Yeah. But I went, all the lights are back on in the van. <laughs> he replies, shut the front door. <laughs> so I, I, and he was off today, but I called, he told me to call down to their service department and their guy was great. And he walked me through it and he said, you know, very often it, it could be another cylinder. He said, it's probably nothing traumatic. He said, it very well could be the one we put in, but that's not really a part that fails. He yeah. said, if that's the case, we'll just, you know, we'll just we'll put some electrical tape over those lights just on little, your dash. Yeah, that's right. A little electrical <laughs> tape and it's fine. So tomorrow morning, 10 o'clock, <laughs> back driving the... another guy up <sighs> back into Edgewood. Well, what time of wow. day are they going? Because like, if it's probably leaving down there at nine. So it's okay yeah, for him. You're, you're starting to miss yeah, traffic at that yeah, point. Yeah, you're starting to miss it. You gotta yeah. understand anybody from outside of town. Like, you could you could you could have a 20 minute drive if if there's no traffic across Pittsburgh. You could have a 20 minute drive. Like my friend Rob lives in it's called Crafton. Yeah, and on a good day I can do it in 25 minutes. But even still, to me, like I feel like I have to run a hotel halfway across the yeah. you know just to get across Pittsburgh because. Yeah. There are times it could take you an hour and a half. To everything is funneling in. Yes. Everything <laughs> has to go through Pittsburgh. Everything is built on a trapezoid. And well, it depends no, on which belt are you doing. Are you doing the, the green red, belt, the, the red belt? When Alexis moved here, she's from, she's been in places like Tulsa where everything's a grid. She yeah. got out here. She's like, it's like wet spaghetti. It's like somebody took wet, wet spaghetti, spaghetti, threw it against the wall and said, here's how we're going to make our road system. So I was like, yeah, that sounds pretty accurate. I think that sounds more accurate than what it really is. Like That sounds more like less complicated. Yeah. Yeah. Than what the reality is. You add in the way that Pittsburghers are. You know, I talked about crossing a river. For those of you who aren't from Pittsburgh, like you don't cross a river. Like if you got to go through across the river, it's just like, eh, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be bothered. Yeah. It's too far. You move too far away. Like <laughs> Rachel's from the North Hills. Now we live in Penn Hills. Yeah, she has friends who are just like, oh boy, I really miss you. It's like, it's <laughs> 20 minutes <laughs> if it's not rush hour. Granted, an hour, it's an hour and an hour ten away. in yeah. rush hour. Yeah. Um, yeah. But well, and when I was on Young Life staff, I started Young Life Club in Franklin Regional High School in Penn Trafford High School, which were are relatively separated mm -hmm. by Route 22. Yeah. You'll note, not a river. No. No. But, and so we had one club for both schools. Mm -hmm. So we would either have it in Franklin Regional or we would have it in Ben Trafford. Yeah. Route 22 may as well have been a river. Yeah. Oh, we wow. could have it. We had it at the Monroeville Sports Zone. Okay. Not a sponsor, but a place where you play deck hockey, mm -hmm. which is literally 75 feet on the Ben Trafford side of Route 22. You're talking about Murraysville sports. Murraysville, I'm sorry. Sheets. Sorry, yes. Murraysville. I apologize. Yeah, so that's that's yeah. Penn Trafford. Yeah, although I actually think you still are in Franklin Regional School District. At You're that literally point. looking at Franklin Regional School. Yeah, like it's literally. Uh, yeah, I know exactly. Nah, where you got to go up there. But my point is, people from Murraysville. But it's two minutes. It's two minutes. It's if, across the road. If that for, it's it's actually very close to Murraysville or Franklin Regional High School in Murraysville. Yeah, and it would be like thirty kids from Penn Trafford, ten. 
from Franklin Regional. Yeah. Wrong side of 22. They don't want to cross over. <laughs> Too far. And yet, Jim Robinson, Toyota, they make Coming the drive out. to keep their customers happy. That's a big, and, and like, Vinny that told is me, a big deal. Vinny told me, my man who's his driver, who was, I should probably look his name up, great guy, senior citizen guy. He said, his high school driving at driver's ed teacher. He goes, I know he's safe. <laughs> he left there and went to Akron. To pick up a brand new vehicle or, wow. or something. Akron, I don't know what it was. Yeah, Akron. That's man. up near Cleveland. My that... man, my man is putting in some miles. Yeah. The Paul Peaches and the Vinnies of the world wow. coming to coming to drive distances to to help a brother out. It's true. It's awesome. Anything new in your world? No, this has been a very boring week and that I'm, is great. I'm okay with Did it. you do anything good? You didn't talk about anything you ate? Um maybe I'll talk about what we didn't eat because Abby, my my beautiful daughter, yeah. seven year old daughter, I'm super so... creative and um, she had this idea for dinner last night. Oh no! no. Food she, science. She called it beef scrabble. Yeah, or scramble. And oh, uh, that's better than scrapple. No, it was. Mm-hmm. Go- she called it beef scramble, and we we're All like, right. "What is this?" She's like, "Oh, I have a recipe for it." Yep. Bless and, her heart. And it was going to be. Oh, she. Uh, and I. I I didn't want to crush her hopes because yep. once she started describing it to me, I said, "Baby, we can't eat that." <laughs> I said, "Mama." And I, do you, I said, do you trust us? I said, I don't want to crush. I literally told her, I said, I don't want to crush your hopes. You're creative. You have great ideas. Yes. But mom and I have also cooked a lot more than you. And I'm going to tell you, this is not going to turn out good because it was going to be um, uh, ground beef. Okay. And good start. Some kind of chicken, which just, just I think it was going to be, I don't know what she had in her mind. Whatever. Uh, and then there was a, a can of rice and beans. And then she started talking about putting in like strawberries and... <laughs> And, like and grape, unicorn grapes. tears and and, and, and like that's kind of where i stopped her and i said why don't we just go with the rice and beans what if that's it was great. like the most rice and incredible beans. thing you ever ate franks and franks beans, and beans. <laughs> <laughs> um but what if we just go with the rice and beans and the uh the ground beef and she said that sounds great <laughs> and it was great it was actually we had this this can of rice and beans that it, just a can of rice and beans you could buy at like Aldi and it was seasoned. It was one of the best surprising meals that we made. And Alexis and I are like, yeah. this took like three minutes to put together. So that's <laughs> a win for us. That's my story. And that's a win because you supported her. You joined her in her moment. Oh, You didn't just say, you know, first of all, you didn't crush her. You know, I, when I, I teach, you know, when I coach and stuff like that, we're doing a thing. I think I told you this before called uh, coaching boys into men. And it's from yeah. the pennsylvania action against rape or pittsburgh action against rape and i tell him look it's not that i don't want you to be the bad guy i said of course i don't want you to be the bad guy but i want you to be the good guy don't be the one that just doesn't do something bad right right stop someone else from doing something bad so not only were you just not a bad parent by going that is disgusting you are terrible and squashing her yeah but you incorporated her and you supported her in her efforts and lifted her up and joined her in that moment which is outstanding yeah. So not only were you not a bad parent, you were a good parent. Well, thank you. And not only did you not have to eat crap, <laughs> you ate good. <laughs> you didn't have to suffer through it. We were very surprised at how how well that turned out. Have you, know. you guys seen the Friends episode when uh, Rachel is going to cook and she's making a? Oh, uh, people who know this are going to kill me. But um, Courtney Cox was like the chef on the show, right? Right. Yeah. And Jennifer Aniston was Rachel. Yeah. And um, whatever it was, but the pages of the cookbook got stuck together and so it was like a shepherd's pie kind of a thing but then or no no it wasn't a shepherd's pie it was like a dessert but then she flipped the pie and so there was ground beef and peas and potatoes <laughs> and and ross said it, it 
tastes like feet. But like they didn't know what he, you know, they're all trying to eat it. And they're yeah. taking it outside. And then, of course, you look over and Joey's eating it. And he's like, I don't know. He goes, meat, good. Jelly, good. <laughs> he just enjoyed the whole thing, which you almost ran into last night. But yes. you were open, honest, and vulnerable. That's with what her. I was. Look at you. Boom. Man, that's good. Killing it. And especially knowing her story, you knew not to crush her little heart who was just coming to you like, Papa, Papa, which I don't know why I she became. I have this idea. <laughs> but Papa. if I didn't know her story. You would have crushed it. And, and how is that bad? Well, because too often when things go wrong in our world, it's a, there's two reasons why we end up either hurt or angry or all the negative things that come mm-hmm. with our emotions. And one of them is our own hurts. And we've spent a lot of bit of time talking about our own hurts and the impact they have on our life. And we'll continue to talk about it on each other's lives. But the other thing is, if we don't know somebody else's hurts. Yeah. Vis-a-vis, ergo, in other words, their story. Yeah. I was at um, a tire place. Not, vis-a-vis, ergo. Yeah, you I threw like in a couple guy, that don't make you sense. You sound like the guy from The Matrix Reloaded. Here to wit. Here to <laughs> I'm just speaking, and then Will Ferrell parodies that. I'm just speaking. I'm just using words. Yeah. I'm just, just, I'm not a talker. Just talking. I was at a tire place, not McCullough Tire, before Uh, my McCullough Tire uh, experience. So I will not name this place. All right. But I looked up and on the wall, and this is in the middle of Trey's, you know, actually very early in Trey's diagnosis, and it said, be careful, everyone that you come in contact with is battling something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so that's sort of just a blanket, hey, you don't know their story. Yeah. So don't be a jerk. Right. Right. But I I think if we know people's hurts, there was a story in our local community where a public figure was being attacked online. Okay. And not only did I know the person who was being attacked online, I know the person who was attacking her. Yeah. Mm. And I know the person who was defending her. Yeah. And the thing is, the person that was being attacked, there was arguments for why attack might be strong. She yeah. would say attacked. Sure. Others would say criticized. Right. Some would say maybe rightly so. Sure. But as I looked, I'm like, ah, I know her story. Yeah. And I know where she's coming from. Sure. And I know what's going on in her life right now. And, you know, you, you throw in a little bless her heart. You know, she's yeah. just trying to get by. Yeah. And the person that's attacking her, or cr- the most aggressive cr- critical person, mm-hmm. I knew their story. Right. And I'm like, yep. I can see where they're coming from too, you know? Yeah. And, and I almost felt like I wanted to be the peacemaker and yeah. join in, except I would have been the chum that just would have been devoured in the shark water. <laughs> but yeah. then the person that was defending the person being criticized, I know them, but I don't know their story. Yeah. And I was filled with this amount of disdain for this person. Uh-huh. Like, Oh, there they go again. God, they can't, oh, if it's not one thing, it's another. Well, she probably doesn't mean yeah. to be that way. Right. And right. that's what I think God put on my heart for this talk today. Because we all run into people. The simple example is when the guy behind you is driving crazy in traffic. Yeah. And you're like, you know what? I'm going to teach this guy a lesson. I just did it. Oh, gosh. It might have been yesterday, the day before. And Joe was in the car who just turned 16. Ah. And I even said to him, here's when you take it down to 10 miles an hour, son. Uh, <laughs> you, so didn't, you didn't do the brake slam. You just slowed it down. Oh, no, gradually. I just take it real slow. Yeah. Then you put the turn signal on and you veer a little bit left before you turn right so they can't go around <laughs> you. And then you make the real slow turn. Now, I don't know that that jerk behind me wasn't yeah. on the way to the hospital because something tragic had happened. Yeah. You know, I don't know that. 
what their story is, mm-hmm. but instead I just reacted to it. Sure. And I think we all need to learn people's stories a little bit better because yeah. it'll help us to love them better. Right. You know, rather than go right to all the negative responses when somebody's hurting and say, well, you know what? You just need to do this and you just need to do that. Our heart can break a little bit for them and we can help them with that. Mm. You know, that's kind of what happened this week with with Dave. Go on. Um, you know, so on the on the podcast when we were doing the interview about him being type one diabetic, um, you know, we had talked about him when he was young. He was diagnosed when he was ten, which I thought this was, and this is me being open, honest, and vulnerable. I thought type one di- diabetics were just born with diabetes. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I didn't know that you could develop type one. I thought you only could like develop type two, right? Um, so that was something that I learned, and um, he was so he was so young, and now I have similar to what you what you talked about, Brian, when we were talking about Dave the other week, um, because he had made the comment on one of our questions of you know hurt, being hurt from the past and and whatnot, and um, you know when you're ten and you're put in a situation and you're just out of your element. You're out of like the norm. You're, you're in the hospital for a couple days and like it's life and death. And then you think about his parents dealing with a type one diabetic kid and it's life and death. And now they're worrying and, and all that pressure. Or maybe not. (laughs) Right. Well, and then Dave talked about how, you know, being a diabetic and and the, the host is a type one diabetic too. And, you know, they talk about, you know, the, one of the things they think about is the burden that they're going to be on a potential future significant other, you know, like all mm, the, all the medication yeah. is really, it's really expensive. Yeah. And you have, and, and if you don't have healthcare, you have to pay for it. And yet there's, and they didn't say this on the show, but this is what I was thinking in my head. You have people that are tripping out on heroin that are getting free. Um, mm, what's mm, it called? Mm, methadone. Well, Suboxone. Oh. The whatever, like the bring back to life. Oh, Narcan. Yeah, like they're getting Narcan. Why do I know these? And that's free when they're paying like literally thousands of dollars to keep themselves alive. So I can understand that frustration. Sure. And that financial burden. Yeah. And the, you know, the anger that it creates because you're just trying to stay alive. Whereas, (laughs) you know, whereas you see diabetic guy, you know, either a little bit down or a little bit whatever. And you're like, oh, diabetes again. Right. And I, and I talked to, I talked to him after that. We went out and grabbed the bite. Um, you know, what's it like when, when you're high, when your number goes high and he's like, I get really irritable and I'm, uh, you know, and I'm like, that's good to know because <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to annoy you or like, you know, I don't want to treat you any differently, but I don't want to do anything that would like, you know, bring that to an even greater, you know, annoyance or frustration. So knowing his story now and just knowing him better and knowing his past growing up and knowing what he's thinking about. Um, in his future really helps me understand him better and hopefully hopefully I can come from better from from that yeah and I think um, like for me and, and it's a wonderful thing but the whole concept of seeking to understand something and something that like as soon as I met you Eric um, one of the things one of the things we first talked about was everybody's on their journey and um, that really stuck out to me, you know, and it was, it was something that I've, 
I, I've known for a long time, but just just having that kind of not mantra, but yeah. that refrain running through my head, it gives you such such more patience and grace with people because then you you, you do realize everybody is at this spot where you know I, I know the stresses I deal with, and I know um, you know I'm a I'm a I can be a pretty patient person and bear a lot, but there's people that out there they're on the edge ninety nine percent of the time. They're yeah. they're they're one you know, straw away from breaking the camel's back all the time. Yeah. And so understanding that has ruined hmm. for me the <laughs> the justification to be angry at that person. Yes. Right. Like I like I just it, it makes it tough because like I wanna be, but then I'm like, oh, you're going through so much. You know? And so that's a one that's a great thing. But but that's when I bring my frustration to the friends that know how to comfort me. Sure, and that's <laughs> and then that's, I talk about the person that's, that's frustrating. Yeah, and right. That's, that's healthy, right. and that's the way to do it. Because right. you, if you didn't, then that would be unhealthy, and right. then you're going to go through all kinds of things by trying to bottle that up. Yeah. So uh, and so much of that when we were delivering water, you know, my whole time on the road, you know, all that time on the road compared to like your, that five minutes your time on the road. But like you knew, like going into a stop, like ah, oh, this guy. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, but uh, but I'm I'm not gonna be a jerk to him because yeah. I uh, I can I know he's going through something. Yes, right. I might not be nice to him, but I'm not gonna be a jerk. <laughs> like I could be, but I think it's important that we realize the importance of this on many facets. And what I mean by that is, and, and you're leading me differently than where I was gonna go initially. Hmm. But if you're in sales, if you're in business, I remember back when I sold wine, which we haven't talked about a lot on this podcast, I knew the different store managers, grocery store managers, mm. some of the most amazing individuals that have ever existed. Each yes. one, they could be their own sitcom. Yes. Because <laughs> you, yes. you have shrinkage guy who is afraid that people are stealing. Uh -huh. And yeah. you will never have their eye contact for more than 10 seconds. No. You're pitching them a deal that's going to save them $20,000. You're like, yeah, hold on. Hold on. Right. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You know, yep. yeah. you have no backstock guy that you go in the back of their store and there's nothing. Yeah. And it is, it's on the floor or it ain't happening. Yeah. yeah. You know, and then you have respect guy. Yeah. And I knew with most of them, which guy was which. Yeah. And I knew some guys, you don't pitch them a deal that's over X cases because they said, don't ever pitch me a deal that's over X cases. Right. And so I never would. And my boss would be like, you got to pitch him a hundred case deal. And I'm like, I will get thrown out of the store. I will never sell and one. And I would go in and say to the guy, you know, my boss wanted to pitch you a hundred case deal. And he's like that mother. And I'm like, I know <laughs> I said, I'm going to pitch a 25 case. deal." And he's like, that's why you're allowed in my store. <laughs> you know? So it, if I don't know his story, I'm like, oh, that guy's just a jerk. Right. Yeah. You know, I'm going to sell him a hundred case too. Yeah. I'll do it. Yeah. How's my sales going to be? Right. Yeah. Right. And, but it depends. But are you a manager? Do you know the story of the people? Right. You know, that work for you. Mm -hmm. And it's just smart to do it that way. Yeah. Even in our school at Penn Hills High School, one day a kid came in late and the security guard, as he went through the metal detectors, um, busted his chops, mm. you know, and just made fun of him. Said something. The security guard. Made security fun of guard kid coming in. And they and our security guards, by the way, are outstanding. Oh, yeah, I would say at least seventy five percent of them are. Yeah, especially the guys that run it. JJ and Grasso. Grasso's in charge. I don't get in trouble. Um, <laughs> but they're outstanding. And it wasn't one of them. Well, the principal happened to be walking past at that point in time, and he knew the student, and he just redressed the security guard, pulled the kid in, pulled him into his office. 
came back out and said to the security guard, that kid lives with his grandmother and grandfather. He says, grandmother's been taking care of the grandfather and the grandmother just died. Mm-hmm. He said, so now he's at home alone with his grandfather who needs to be cared for 24 seven said, so maybe you shut your mouth before you make fun of a kid when he comes in here late wow. because you don't you know, know his story. His story. Yeah. And that is one of the reasons now, now we could double down. Maybe he doesn't know the security guard story. No, I don't want to go too crazy with Inception. it. <laughs> but that helps him be a better principal because he learns people's yeah, story. Absolutely. Same principle, by the way, that I told him about. I was telling him a story about Joe. Oh, yeah. And I said, you know, my son. And oh, he the said, nerdy one. Or and kind of a nerd, right? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. But, but we have to remember, this is the other side of why this is important is not that this is a Christian podcast, but we are Christians doing a podcast. Right. And that if we believe that there is God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, which worked in what? Community with each other, that we were supposed to be. We are designed to be. It is inherent in our nature to be in community, in relationships, which is why we have this entire podcast, is to improve people's relationships with other people. It's not just to fix other people. It's not to direct other people. It's not to survive other people. It's to be in a community with, in a relationship with. How are you going to be in a relationship with somebody if you don't know their story? Right. And we get so inwardly focused. I got to do my thing. I got to make sure they don't honk at me again in traffic. I got to make sure that my boss, all these different things. I mean, as a pastor, my goodness, it's one of the things I love is knowing people's stories. It helps me survive. Yeah. You know, my man, well, Denny. should be a great pastor. My man, Denny Chisnell. Yeah. Give him a shout out. No, he's not listening. Doesn't even know what a podcast is. <laughs> then he's an engineer. If we start a meeting at 7.01, then he's twitching. He's twitching. You know, so I have to pull him aside and say, look, we're going to start at 7.02 tonight. And it's going to be okay. And we're still going to be done on time. And that's okay. Other pastors would be like, oh, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but we have to make sure we know their story so that we can love them and grow our circle of influence. Yeah. If we're trying to represent God in a good light. Right. No, it's, it all goes full circle in, in that aspect. Yeah, absolutely. So there it is. There it is. <laughs> Awkward transition. Oh, man, we could do trans uh, transitions so much better. Right. Right? We could do better at transitions. We could do better at transitions. So this week, do betters. Do betters. Um, Which, by the way, tonight, if I may. Sure, go ahead. Buy we had a volleyball time. match, and uh, I'll reference that in a few minutes. But Rachel is the head booster so therefore she's at every match at the concession stands and she was just meeting with one of the new young life leaders i'm still involved with young life somebody said to me one of the new young life leaders said oh i described you as being like quasi staff and i said to her no no i'm not quasi staff i'm super staff yeah i said i was staff and i have graduated from that i said i have all the knowledge all the experience and all the expertise i'm not bogged down by the paperwork anymore but rachel was getting to meet this young life leader but in the middle of it rachel gave me what the finger. The finger. The pointing finger. And she's the point. Yes. As not you can see if you're finger. on Facebook Live. No, <laughs> yeah. This but one, if you're not, not the, that one. The, the aggressive the, pointing. The pointer finger. Which is the birth. And that means. Of do better. You, you better need to pay, pay attention. attention. Pay attention. And do better. Do better. And so uh, Holly got to see that, the finger in motion and in action. But that comes back to the beginning of do better because it was from Rachel in the first place. Right. Who was it? Was it you talking about how she never listens to it? Rachel doesn't listen to the podcast. No, nah, she doesn't listen no. to the podcast. And, and somebody I think was Tuesday like, night it was probably, for, I can't remember what it was, but it was kind of like, it's probably not a bad right. <laughs> not a bad thing. 
that she doesn't listen. Yeah, because I, I can't remember what we were talking about, but uh, like in that moment, I was like, it's not a bad thing. She would not be. <laughs> she wouldn't. She wouldn't. She'd be nonplussed to use that term. Nonplussed twice. twice here to it. That was good. Ergo. Here to it. Ergo. Yes. So, so, do you have a do better? Eric? I, I have a do better, and it's no offense to Florida people, but really, wow, so much Florida or Germany. Oh man, so much comes <laughs> out of Florida. <laughs> We just had a Florida, Florida man. This week, is like, well, there's like a whole floor that Florida man, uh, oh, the lady that shot her. <laughs> well, you type in like Florida man and your birthday and you find out like what happened crazy. And yeah, Florida, yeah. you know, Wait, um, you type in Florida, you type in Florida man. And then like the date oh. that you were born. And then you see all the crazy stories that come out of Florida. Oh, okay. cause there's always something crazy. Wow. That on. is so like, cause Bella just did that for every one of our birthdays. Like that's so weird that you'd bring that up. Well, it's a thing. I get it. What it's are gone the odds? viral. Jay. It's amazing. Ooh, well, that's on the thing we call the internet, <laughs> but, the um, yeah, but the odds of you both bringing it up within a week's time. There's a lot of things that are viral. Got to right? tell you something. So, I don't know what it is. Mm, the Holy Spirit is moving. Florida man, Lord, we just. I'm sorry. <laughs> Florida man stops street fight. Oh yeah, my man. By running everyone over. <laughs> fight over. <laughs> Problem solved. I don't know you. I don't know you. <laughs> But we're finishing this one. It was just your typical 3 a.m. street fight outside of a bar in Tampa until Florida man went and ran everybody over. In the surveillance <laughs> Tampa, video. So you know, you sure it's not like, never mind, because I know a certain person who will go nameless, Gene Delancey, <laughs> if I make fun of it being an old person. So I will not do that. Um, in the surveillance video, you can see a group of guys fighting around a Nissan Altima parked against the curb according to tampa's fox 13 the driver was involved in the fight and oh. trying to leave but failed to complete the u-turn in the narrow street <laughs> it's unknown whether the driver was trying to drive into the brawling group or was mistaken that the car wasn't in reverse when he punched the throttle and drove one fighter straight through the front windows of bad monkey bar oh my goodness <laughs> after the incident the driver fled the scene the man who was driven into the bar <laughs> suffered a minor leg and head injury, and the bar was stuck with $15,000 in damages. Oh if you have any information about the Florida man who hit the, the hit-and-run driver, who, who, who they are, please contact Tampa Police. Intentional or not, you can't just run over a couple of guys. Not even <laughs> not even in Florida. <laughs> so, he they, didn't in the they, didn't, they don't know who it was, and he was in the fight, yeah. and... Yeah. Somebody the, in that fight had to have known the him article, then, right? That's like, what the article says. I would imagine. Or, well, well, no, it, I like this story well, no. better when I mean, he was like Roadhouse. You well, know. right. Well, I'm, I'm just saying. Don't you speak poorly of Roadhouse. I'm not speaking okay. poorly of Roadhouse. I'm saying right. when you're in a bar fight right. like, and it becomes a brawl, it's all there's on. a chance that you might not know who that is. Right. Right. But well, in that case, maybe they... But I wanted that just to be a guy that wasn't in the fight. And it was just like, stop fighting. <laughs> stop fighting. <laughs> All right. All right. So, some old, to me. old crotchety old guy. And he's <laughs> like, I'm just so tired of this. Huh. Brian, do you have a do better? I don't. <laughs> I would do better. <laughs> do better. Uh, headline. <laughs> you do better, Brian. Headline. Put the point. Public health officials in North Carolina say the sudden onslaught of mass vomiting oh, yeah. at an elementary oh. school was caused by fruit-flavored concentrate, spicy food, and sympathetic vomiting. Oh. Dateline. Yeah. I thought you sent us that one. No, I sent the family guy. Oh, that, the, the referee. Yeah, yeah. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. <laughs> all right. We all ate Ipecac. <laughs> Lois made pie. <laughs> Hold my ears. Dad, I'm scared. <laughs> All right, I'll just do the whole skit. Winston-Salem, North Carolina, not Florida, on your way to Florida, Yeah, unless you live in Georgia. That's where my Aunt Marsha lives. Hi, Aunt Marsha. 
Public health officials in North Carolina say the sudden onslaught of mass vomiting at an elementary school wasn't caused by a nefarious, nice mm, word, disease. That's a good word. But rather fruit-flavored concentrate, spicy food, and sympathetic vomiting. Citing a Forsyth County Department of Public Health release. <laughs> oh, isn't it always Forsyth County? News outlet <laughs> reports uh, report two dozen fifth graders. Oh, my gosh. It's uh, like the scene from Stand By Me. And one adult oh. fell ill Wednesday afternoon oh. at a Petri Elementary School. State lab results. These people had to take stuff to the lab. Uh, they had to get. Oh. So, wait, by the way, what were you taking to the lab? Maybe Shoveling not. it off the floor. And like, <laughs> yeah, but then it's contaminated oh, by the man. sawdust if you're 1976 <laughs> like I was. Where they just threw it on there and whatever. Just let it go. Yeah, gets the big mop out. <laughs> They ruled out a chemical or infectious agents. After conducting interviews, health officials concluded those sickened ingested the concentrate without diluting it. Oh, man. Okay, that's without diluting it with a requisite water. Yeah. First of all. Do better. Fifth graders. Yeah. So either there was the Jalen the Jalen Gug. Yep, that too. Or the Gallon Jug. They do it differently in North Carolina. They do. Right? And the kids are passing it around. Yeah. Or oh, would yeah, it be right. the homeroom mom if they were having a party and she's just like, here you go, here you go, and didn't, or the teacher, right, didn't yeah. know to dilute it. So they're just chugging straight sugar. Somebody missed a step somewhere along the line. And <laughs> ate a lot of spicy chips, which I'm thinking hot Cheetos. Yeah. But what fifth, I mean, again, what, like I would never feed a, a fifth grader spicy, something spicy like that. It was 25 kids, right? You said like 20-something people. Two dozen fifth graders. I was going to say yeah, two dozen, 24 yeah. And, so and let's have some adult, fruit adult, yeah. juice concentrate and mm. spicy chips. Yeah. Man. For your it's an acquired taste Day party. <laughs> they also okay. practice Maybe that was the hygiene. goal. It sounds like that was the goal is to like get, get them <laughs> right. to puke. <laughs> they also practice poor hygiene by sharing the food and liquid, the, the latter of which they drank oh from their gosh. hands. Lunch trays and other other ill advised conduits. At this point, By the way, also, like, I want to give a shout out to whoever wrote this. That is some yeah, that's, seriously that's great good words. verbiage going on there. But so, you're talking about liquids and like all I'm picturing now is the vomit and like all the kids are like, here, have some. <laughs> well, that's on. why it's going you, on. <laughs> but my question is, who is the one adult? <laughs> Yeah, who's was the one adult? The teacher? Yeah. Was it the, you know, and right. what, you know, they weren't chucking concentrate. I'd like to think the one adult in the room would have taken a sip and gone, yeah. It's a little thick. Well, let's tart, rethink little this. Sweet. So there was, that was a sympathetic vomit from the adult. Ugh. And I want to tell them, oh, besides man. being a terrible chaperone, <laughs> yeah. You are weak in stomach. <laughs> that you should you should have been able to do better and not vom in front of all those kids. Yeah, it's, and oh, you know man. what? I don't know about Petrie County, but if that was in Penn Hills, there'd be a video. Oh, we have security cams. Yeah, I would pay to see that. Do you have a can't do better? And yes, I do. Can you can you hang on to it for just a second? Um. Yes. All right. I just wanted to give a shout out. We have we have some people um, chiming in. Yeah, I'm which is awesome. Glad so glad that you're doing this. Want to say hey to um, actually my brother Dave. Dave. Um, it's two references in one night. It's too many. Right. Um, 
but David, he actually helped me put is up a sponsor. He's not, but he's a helper. Oh, okay, great. And he uh, he helped put up more acoustics in here to get the sound better. So kudos to you, Dave. Thanks, Dave. Um, and then Pete, he thought this was a cooking show, so he left. Uh, <laughs> bless his heart. But we know Pete. Bless his heart. Uh, well, Karen too. Karen Hammond. Yes, because she was giving a shout out because I gave her a shout out for yep. her birthday, and uh, our buddy Paul, Polly, Polly Lama. Um, oh, and the original angry black man has left a comment. Mark Washington, uh, he's up there. He says, "What's up, Coach? Uh, can we do some serve receive?" All the way from Colorado, he Ooh, was Colorado. great. He Chris Mascaro. Ah, who was the other one? There were three of the angriest people that ever existed on a volleyball team, and they were in a hotel room together. And you would just hear, "Shut up! Shut up! You <laughs> shut up! Why don't you all shut up?" <laughs> Hi, Mark. I miss you. <laughs> And then uh, Aunt Pat. Everybody knows Aunt Pat. Aunt Pat. Who's, jo- who's Josh Hughes? Josh Hughes. Good evening, guys. Good old Josh. Hi, Josh. Good old Josh. What's up, man? Um, and then Kelly Cable and Ashley. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> and Jay who is what? Kelly who? What? Oh, you're killing me. <laughs> Kelly Cable and Ashley oh, Kelly Cable! Saraceto. Tampa. That's two Tampa references. Oh, nice. Good, good. Kelly's one of my favorites. Maybe we'll refine this little part. Here I'm glad this went so smoothly. Yeah, this was this was but good. Because we're we're new at the Facebook Live thing, and we did want to shout out to to the room. So welcome to the table. Thanks for sitting yeah, down everybody. with us. Thank you. And let's end the show on a good note with a can't well, do better. Jor- Jordan uh, Jordan Moran also was on here. She didn't say anything. Jordan Heidi uh, Dan. So a lot of people Are you joined. Names? Yeah, yeah, it's good. Good stuff. Good, good, good. Speaking of Kelly and Mark and volleyball. We uh, were doing a popcorn, Pittsburgh Popcorn Company, not a sponsor. Yeah. Well, that's good popcorn. It is good popcorn. And uh, we did a fundraiser. Every kid's supposed to raise 100 bucks. That gets you gear and all that kind of fun stuff, end of the season, present, whatever else, gift, if yeah. you will. And uh, as they turned in their uh, popcorn orders yesterday, which only a couple kids do it, you know, most people scratch a check or never pay, but whatever. That'll be a do better another time. Yep. Uh, one kid who is a first year player as a junior. And he's coming along. He's he's not the best player, and he's not the average player. He struggles because he's brand new at the sport. Yeah. But he is, and I say this with all due respect for a junior high school student, he is a sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Like, he'll go, like, I'll, I'll tell the guys, pick up the balls, and he'll run, and he'll be the first one. And my before man. practice, he comes up, and he shakes my hand, just to shake my hand. Just has an outstanding, he is a good respectful young, he's a great manner young boy. to him. Yeah. And so... Um, Devonte is his name, and he comes up to me yesterday, and he said, "I hope it's okay, but my Mima, that's my grandma." And I was like, "Yeah, I got that. <laughs> I didn't think it was your daughter." He goes, "She sold some, so that explains the check that's in there." And I said, "Okay." And I noticed it was in a Manila folder, so I thought that was a little strange. It's like one of those big checks that you present. You know, like I have other kids who like <laughs> scribble their name. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was the Happy Gilmore check. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, other kids. You know, it says name, and it's not there. And I have to find in the lower right hand corner. You know, is the kid's name and right. everything else. And here I have this whole Manila folder. How much did Mima sell? Oh man, I hate when you, I hate Mima sold two hundred fifty bucks, seven hundred and twenty nine dollars. Mima. Of popcorn. Hustle oh, and popcorn. Goodness. Right. Mima could awesome. not do any better. That is awesome. And I will turn it into a do better because I put the order in today at Monroeville Mall at the uh, at the Pittsburgh Popcorn Company. And he goes, well, since this is over 150 bags, you have to pick it up on the south side. Uh, <laughs> do better, Pittsburgh Popcorn. And I said, and I said well, how many that's boxes? Kind of, but that's kind of an excuse to go. Well, strip district, right? No, south side. Oh, south side. 
strip district is. Hey, why don't you side. pick it up? You work in the south side. Oh, Eric Volunteer. Done. Dang done. It. Yes. Dang it, because he said it'll be like nine boxes, which is too much for my car. So I'm going to swap out my key, car. I have a key like you. Yeah, your key is better. Um, <laughs> and so I said, well, they open on, they're open on weekends, right? He goes, no, not down there. Not Saturday or Sunday. And uh, I was like, Duh. Eric would be so glad to join you in this. But I explained, If I can be of any help, I can I can absolutely help you out. I explained to Devante, I said, you understand, you're not getting the, like cash back. Like you raised your hundred bucks, the rest just goes for the cause. Right. He's like, "No, I get it. My my meemaw just wanted to help." Oh, and I turned to the rest man, of the team. Awesome. I said, "Well, here's what I know: Devonte just got some more playing time." <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. That's so encouraging. That's that's so, yes. that's fantastic. It, man, I w- I would have been excited because if it was on the strip district, would you have been like, "Ooh, an excuse to go down to the strip district"? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, thank you guys so much for joining. Thanks for joining us on Facebook Live. And uh, come back next week. Uh, visit, visit us at lunchtimeroom.com and uh, like and share all our stuff on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And until next week, we'll see you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.